So I use running as a way to decompress and just sort of let my brain flow. And different things and insights come to me when I'm running. So I wanted to share a couple of those with you. The first one was about anxiety. If you think about it, the worst possible things that could happen, that you could possibly worry about, are going to happen. Guaranteed. Right? You're going to die. Your friends and family are also going to die. The famous people that you love and support that inspire you, they're going to die. That's guaranteed, right? It's in fact probably the only thing that is certain. I've been sort of reviewing what I will ruminate on or be anxious about or worry about. And I realized that the vast, vast, vast majority majority of it isn't likely to happen. And I spend very little time ruminating or worrying about death or loss in that capacity, even though that's guaranteed. You know, I don't know what will happen with my work or my house or my income or my books or anything like that. I don't know if my fiction's going to be well received. I don't know if my partner's going to stay in or leave. I don't know anything, right? But what I do know is that the people that I'm close to, the ones that I love and myself, at some stage in the future, we're going to pass. And really, what's worse than that? Now, this this can sound depressing, but for me, it, it felt liberating because it meant that I was free to pursue and to do. I was free to take on the world. I was free to live my life because, well, what's the worst that can happen? You know, if I, if I attempt something, if I release a book and it's not taken on board well, if I, if I share some poetry and people laugh at me, well, I'm not dead. The people I care about aren't dead, right? I can keep going. It's, it's the, 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 the consequences, the, the scale, the, the issue that any of these actions have really is, it pales in comparison to what actually matters in my life, which is the, the health and happiness of myself and my family and my friends, right? So why not try? It was very freeing. This is something that I want to sort of dive deep into because when I'm in a bad mental state, when I get focused on a topic, when I start ruminating down a particular path, things get very catastrophized. And it's like, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if, I don't know where I'm going. And it's fine. And of course it's fine. Because what is the worst that can happen? That's going to happen anyway. When The only problem is, is when I'm in those mental states, detaching and stepping back and seeing that truth is hard to notice. It's hard to, to grasp because the thoughts of anxiety or those, those sort of ruminations sort of take over and become my entire universe. So now with this little insight, with the idea that, well, the worst is going to happen, like at some stage my son will die. Nothing else matters. And because that worst case scenario is going to happen, no matter what, that means I'm free to try. That means you're free to try. Now, don't get me wrong. There are 
nuances and little nitpicky things that you could do that you might say this is worse than death and all of that sort of stuff. I get it. But in general, for the majority of people, in the majority of circumstances, that's the worst thing that can happen. It's going to happen anyway, so why not act? Why not act fearlessly? Because what's the worst that can happen that's not going to happen anyway? Let's just take action and go. So that was the first thing that came to my mind while I was running. The second thing was sort of looking back and detaching and sort of considering what being on St. John's Ward and what that's doing to me and what that's doing to the people around me. So for those who don't know, I've been in quite a bad mental state for the last couple of months and basically out of desperation, I booked myself in for a psychiatrist and in the interim, because I was going to be like a month and a half away, I decided to try St. John's Wort. And this is a herbal medicine that is shown beyond placebo to impact mood and emotions and anxiety and that sort of stuff. It does have some interactions and I'll put a link down below so you can check out the type and the dosage that I take. But, you know, so, so don't just go on and speak to your doctor. But for me, it's the, 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 the impact upon my mental state has almost been miraculous. Like if someone had have said, if you pray to this God, this stuff will happen and I did it. And then like, you know, I felt this good. I would be a stern believer. I'll just be right in church every day. Right. It feels miraculous where in the past I would be concerned and worried about other people's emotions and feelings and just sort of letting them sit with it. Now I can just sort of let people sit with their emotions, let them be. It's it's okay for me to just accept that other people are sad and that it's their emotions to deal with. I'm okay with my own emotions and just sitting with them. I feel far calmer. I'm able to walk slower. Just a layer of weight has been removed the thing is though everyone else around me is the same as in I'm the only one that's taking the medicine right so the changes are in here and really they're only seeing how I'm reacting now prior to me taking the medicine I would have sworn that people may have been picking on me or treating me unfairly or you know other sort of BPD related sort of mental health issue statements, you know? But the thing is, is they're the same people. So the only thing that's different is how I'm responding to their actions. I'm acting a bit differently. I'm calmer. They're still the same people. But in response to my calmness, they're changing. So it's like how I am impacts how other people will be to me. Now that's an obvious statement, but... There's a little bit of nuance here that I want to dive into in the sense that they're the same. So how they are and how they were treating me in the past is the same to how they are now in the sense that they're the same people doing the same things, acting the same way, with the same problems, with the same issues, with the same mental states. I'm the one that's changed. And yet they're now responding to me differently. So now I look back in the past and I can see that, you know, they weren't quote unquote picking on me or whatever other issues my brain would want to just throw up and make me think and believe. They're just being them. They're just doing them. I'm the one that's changed. And because of my change, in this case due to the St. John's Ward, 
they're acting differently. And I'm now acting differently. And everything feels a lot better and a lot calmer and a lot safer. So there's something to be said there that it might feel like the world is ganging up on you. But a small mental shift, whether that's caused by a medicine or a medication like a St. John's Water or a SSRI or something like that, or by introducing an exercise plan or a health health food plan or a meditation regime or anything like that, change your mental state and the people around you and the world around you will change. I'm able to do better at my training and at my work and sort of in every facet of my life because of a mental shift. That's just interesting to me. Just a side note on the St. John's Ward. I've tried it, I think, 10 years ago. Back when I wasn't exercising, I had a crap diet, and I wasn't meditating. And it did nothing for me. So I can't help but think that medication in general, but particularly something like a St. John's Ward, needs to be done in conjunction with other remedies. And regardless of what you're on or what you're doing, seeing a psychologist, you know, talking therapy, good diet, good exercise, meditation regime, all of those things, self-care is obviously vital because you can take all the medicine you like, but if you're living a crap life and you're not looking after yourself, it's just going to get worse. You're not going to feel great. So just consider that um, before you think a medicine will solve all your problems. It won't. What this has done for me, like I said, it's just taken that weight away and I've realized that I've been sort of withdrawing myself socially, socially isolating, and that has led to depression. But the anxiety that's now sort of elevated and lifted has enabled me to see that and enabled me to reach out more and be a bit more social, which has helped with the depression and so on and so forth. So it's all connected and I want to sort of suggest that to you that if you if you're struggling, medication is a good option. It's not the only option and taken alone, it may not do as well as if you do it in conjunction with other other options. And obviously I've talked about that a bunch, so I won't go into it too deeply, but it's very much worth considering that you have a holistic, collected approach. Like I said, meditation, diet, exercise, psychology, and now St. John's Ward. I also use writing as a form of therapy as well. All of these things I like to sort of connect and combine. There's more that you can add to that. Family, friends, socializing, hobbies. There's a whole, you know, self-care. So look for a holistic approach. Final thing I want to share is um, a piece from my latest book, Words on a Page, Killing Me in a Demon Through Poetry. So this this sort of, this book, this collection of poetry was very, very challenging for me to put together. It... <sighs> it was a, a a sort of deep dive into my own, own mental state and my own issues. This is where you can tell I'm sounding a little bit emotional because it's quite confronting to me to talk about and to share because basically each piece I wrote as a way to express myself in the moment, to kill those inner demons, to, to, to sort of talk about it and to sort of get it out there. This piece I'm going to share with you now is called Trippin'. Now, just a little bit about it beforehand. When I'm in a bad mental state, I find that time dilates and I could be, you know, it could feel like a minute could take an hour or that days pass in an instant. I sort of just sort of 
sort of move between them and I sort of lose myself and lose my days. And then when I sort of come out of it, I have to look back over and realize, well, what have I done? What have I said? Who do I need to apologize to? That sort of thing. And I just sort of find myself a bit lost. So this this piece was a way to sort of express that to other people, but also as a way to sort of just just express what's happening to me. So, tripping. My days are slipping. I be tripping over myself, over my words, sentimental thoughts. I'm mental, mental state, lost forms of bait, can't wait. I overcompensate. I'm lost, searching for you, searching for new, a preview in lieu of success. I'm in the mess, such stress, much duress, brains compressed into something different. I'm indifferent, maleficent, a power against the world, against myself. I'm self-destructive, creative in chaos, constructive in harm, persuasive self-pity. I be trippin', this day be slippin', so now I'm lippin', my thoughts, onto paper. No sense, just nonsense, a flow, a recompense, from the memories, from the pain. So, like like with all um, poetry and every artist, I am... uh, distinctly rebel against my own work it um it's it's a bit embarrassing it's a bit confronting it's a bit personal all of that sort of stuff but I feel that it's necessary to share because I want to share the process of writing therapy of expression of recovery so if you like that poem and if you want to read all of the poems in, in this book, you can do so. It's out as a paperback, which if you're watching on the video, you can see. I've got a nice, pretty cool front cover design there. But I've also released it as an ebook and an audio book. Um, it's quite a short audio book. I think it's about 45 minutes to an hour. So it's a pretty short one because um, obviously it's poetry. So it goes, you know, each piece is pretty quick. Um, and I sort of, I think the ideal way to read it is the physical book because you can see the you know, how I've set it out and structured it and that sort of stuff. Um, and you can sort of put that flow to it yourself. I just want to read you the a little bit from the blurb at the back as well, just to sort of give you a little bit more of a deeper dive into understanding why, you know, and what this book's about. Poetry kills inner demons. It takes away their power. It removes their teeth. It loosens their grip. It turns them into mere words on a page. Something to be observed and remembered, but no longer feared. What follows is an act of writing therapy. In the moments of a crisis, I put pencil to paper and let the words come. This process is not pleasant, but it's cathartic. I'll share this with you in the hopes that we can both feel less alone in our suffering and to show you that when you look at your demons, they lose all their power. So that's the blurb at the back. Um, Like I said, paperback, ebook and audio, if you want to grab a copy. Over time, I'll be releasing all the poems like I do, everything I do for free online. But if you want to see it early, if you want to support what I'm doing, Grab yourself a copy. Let me know what you think. Um, Obviously, poetry isn't my main forte, but I've had some positive feedback for the pieces that I've released in the past. So I hope that this book is is well-received as well. So yeah, I'll check the links down below for the book, as well as for the St. John's Wart, so you can check it out. And like I said, if you go down the St. John's Wart path, just speak to your doctor first, because, you know, um, things interact and it's important that you get proper expert advice. I'm just a guy online that's 
going through his own problems and he's dealing with it and he's found some solutions. So speak to expert advice, get an expert therapist and all that sort of stuff. And, and finally, I suppose if you do have any comments or questions or queries or ideas about what I was saying at the start in relation to, you know, the worst stuff is going to happen regardless, please contact me on social at Zach P. Phillips and connect with me and we can discuss this because I'm super curious as to what you guys are, are thinking and how you're responding and how you're considering this podcast. All the reviews of, of the podcast have been great. All of this, all the feedback, all of the, the, the reaching outs of concern. I just, yeah, thank you. Anyway. Have a good one.